When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on day three of our week talking gratitude. Monday, we kicked it off with a little bit of evolution. Yesterday, we had a brief conversation about gratitude's effect on our health. Today, we're talking gratitude as a practice. Let's start by talking about the idea that our brains are always actively perceiving situations before they happen, after they happen, and while they're happening. People who've experienced trauma, people who are operating at a high level of anxiety, are more often likely to interpret said situations as a threat. In the same way, everyone's brain, some more than others, are wrapped up in critical judgments, sussing out motivations and ulterior motives. This hyper-analytical thinking, while sometimes seeming like a superpower, often stands in the way of our ability to be grateful. After all, if we aren't able to accept that someone's motivation is altruistic, it's difficult for us to genuinely feel or experience gratitude. Working on getting around this obstacle is a fantastic exercise in that we learn to focus on the good of what we've gained rather than the potential bad of why someone may have given it. By engaging specifically with how we've benefited and letting go of the why and the what for, we're training ourselves to not only see the best in people, but also to be more optimistic across the board. Remember, optimism plays a significant role in our ability to stick to goals, take bigger risks, which lead to bigger rewards, and it generally increases our day-to-day happiness whereas pessimism does the opposite on all fronts. Right, and our mind's built-in trick of confirmation bias will use patterns of feeling gratitude to point out the fact that we feel grateful often. With this subconscious understanding, it's more likely we'll notice situations we should be grateful for. Thus, we'll have more reasons to be grateful more often, and we'll inevitably begin to see ourselves as extremely lucky people who lots of good happens to. Then, when the bad comes along, we're more likely to see it as a hiccup rather than our everyday norm. It's all about where we're focusing our attention. At first, it may feel forced, but as we practice, gratitude becomes more and more natural, and it quite literally doubles down on itself as it becomes our subconscious mind's preferred response. Put simply, we're moving gratitude from a state to a trait meaning we're taking the state of mind and practicing it so much that it becomes an innate trait in our personality. That's the end goal. So how do we do it? First and foremost, the obvious one. We can start a gratitude journal. We take 10 minutes every day to think about things we're grateful for. It doesn't have to be something that happened that day. It could be something that happened when we were children. It can be something difficult we made it through. It can be about someone who's no longer in our lives. 
It can be anything so long as we're genuinely working to experience the feeling of gratefulness. The next trick is similar, but it doesn't involve writing. Reflect. Reflect on the day. During this period of time, we may take note of our progress in any given goal. We may consider what needs to be done on the following day. We may ruminate over any given happening. Whatever we do, we're exercising our optimism muscle by doing our best to find ways to be grateful for any given thing that pops up. The next one is big, but it's one that helps us in so many facets of life. We want to be doing everything we can to cultivate more awareness. That process begins when we start stealing little moments back from our ever active minds. Awareness is that feeling when we suddenly wake up in the present moment. When we don't know where we went, we just got lost in a train of thought. The goal here is to wake up often for longer and longer each time. We separate ourselves from that little voice. We understand that it's not actually us. It's called many things, our ego, our pain body, our trauma brain, our overly concerned friend, and the inner saboteur. I think we've said this more than anything else on Grateful Grains, but that little voice is the accumulation of all our perceived failures, our upsets, our disappointments. It's the voice in our head that's perceiving threats that aren't actually threats. It believes it's protecting us from some bad thing that happened before, afraid it will happen again. This voice can be incessant. It's often very negative, and it wants control. We shine the spotlight on that little voice. We name it. We call it out when it's stolen the mic. We thank it for doing its best to protect us, but by bringing awareness to the present moment, we show it that we're not actually in danger. From there, we slay the beast with gratitude. We begin answering its concerns with gratefulness about those very same things. We spin the narrative on that little devil in our heads. The more often we catch it stealing the mic, the less and less it will try. All the while, every time we snatch that mic away, we're training our brains not to give it back. As we turn towards gratitude, thus optimism, we're influencing the growth of new neural pathways. We mentioned earlier reflection and journaling. These are two surefire ways to make sure we have time set aside for periods of required awareness. This period of reflection might be a wake-up call. We may look back on our day and realize that little monster in our head has had control all day long. Meanwhile, we were on autopilot. That's a fantastic realization to come to because it's the first step away from that state of mind. When it comes to implementing gratitude as a practice, the goal is to just keep going. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day four of our week revisiting gratitude. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.